Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Did you cast your vote mentally yet for Trump or uh, <laughs> for whomever in uh, New Hampshire? We're not in New Hampshire. No, I see no. we're Dixville Notch. Oh, yeah. well, it's a little tiny, right. tiny, tiny, tiny hamlet. They got a heck of a name there, I'll yeah. tell you. you know? It's a hamlet in uh, New Hampshire. It has a population of, I think, six people. I don't even know how they do. They have a post office. I, I don't know. But anyway, wait, 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 yes. wait, wait. The voting starts uh, twenty minutes ago. No, no, and no, no. At Dixville Notch, it started at midnight. Oh, yeah. And and they had six uh, votes cast. All of them went to Nikki Haley. But uh, if you're a Trump enthusiast, don't panic. Dixville Notch has been messed up like this for its a, its entire existence. I think it's like a hippie commune or something because I came you know, from... there's a I, lot of those around there. Oh, I know. I came from New England, and uh, it was always like voting for the the strangest of the strange. Okay, so that, I'll leave it at that. But anyway, if you are a Nikki Haley fan... Um, <laughs> You'll be, uh, I guess, in, so, you'll be excited to know that that Dixville Notch is uh, in your corner. That so being said, matter, I I think I think Trump was up by how many, Bill, in New Hampshire? Oh, I think twenty percent. Well, yeah, he's in double. Yeah, he's in double digits ahead of Nikki Haley. Uh, even Biden now. Biden is being compared to you know on the Democratic ticket, but even his numbers of support with the party within the party. Yeah. Way surpasses Biden, and even nationally, you know, they were saying Trump ought to get, uh, you know, uh, Kennedy Jr. on the ticket. Boy, would that be insurmountable. So they, somebody, a pollster said, let's put him with Biden. Let's have the Democrats embrace him, yeah. you know, and, and Trump, now Trump doesn't have a running mate. So when you say Trump, it's Trump against the combo of Biden and Kennedy and Trump. Blew it away yeah. in the in the poll, and I'm like going, the train is insurmountable. Nikki thinks that she's got a path, and she's trying to, you know, blow the smoke. Now she's actually, you know, sitting there trying to be the underdog, and you know, uh, like where uh, Ted Cruz has come over, and uh, and uh, even DeSantis and uh, has endorsed Trump. She's going, oh, well, he's getting the Republican elite <laughs> to support him. See how they, she's trying to out-Trump Trump. Nikki, I got news for you. Yeah. You can never be the underdog and out-Trump Trump. Trump knows what he's doing. Yeah. You don't know how to play that game, and that's just all I got a question for you, Bill. Let's say Nikki Haley loses in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, she has, I believe, I want to say Nevada next. And then, then, uh, within a day or two, uh, she'll have her home state of South Carolina, the primaries. Uh, it looks like she's behind by 30 points in her home state to Trump. Uh, yeah. and, and she's going to lose Nevada in the primary. So, I mean, does she have a pathway at all or is this just, yeah, there wasn't a pathway. Iowa was the the first and last chance, and her coming in, what well, was she was third. So she didn't have a win, and right. DeSantis did. DeSantis said, there's no path, you know, I'm dropping out. And he was in second place, yeah. and he dropped out, and she's going, oh, well, I'm going to get all those DeSantis votes. No, you're not, Nikki. You are not going to get them. And a true Republican sees right through you for who you are and what you are, and now she's trying to, you know, take Trump and turn him into a Biden. And the news is kind of following suit, going, "Well, did did, did you hear Trump mumble and and, and he's and he's oh, yeah. doing stuff?" Yeah. And they're trying to senile him. Well, the one thing that Trump is doing, uh, he's he's smothered with court cases, and then he's still keeping his campaign schedule. I'm sorry, you know, I'm a healthy individual. And you throw me into that schedule, and I'll be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's amazing. They, he had a uh, scheduled court case yesterday, and the judge said, uh, I'm going to postpone it a day. Talk about yeah. election interference. But all these Democrat or Democrat appointed judges, because it's a combination, some were just there by osmosis, but the simple fact is, Democrats. Toe a, party, toe a party line, and they make decisions 
based on party, not on reality and fact and fairness. You know, if it's going to help their candidate, and it is an election year, yeah. by God, let's do it. It's dirty, but let's do it. Democrats do that, and uh, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not saying that Republicans wouldn't, but we don't have a Republican court system. We have a Democrat held yeah. court system because they were appointed. This uh, this judge, uh, you know, he, he sh- he's shameless. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is so obvious. I mean, Tuesday, right? Today, it's a primary in New Hampshire, big, important election day. And this judge in New York figured, oh, okay, uh, I'm going to postpone it a day. And I think it's the same judge, by the way, who would not uh, give President Trump the day off for his mother-in-law's funeral. He right. said to Trump, uh, you can do one of two things. You can come to the court or you can go to the funeral, but you can't do both. He said this, and this goes back to what I said yesterday. These these judges, they they wear the robe and they think they command a certain uh, just blanket respect. You know, you're supposed to respect these guys. And I think to myself, and, and the, by the way, the uh, the media, uh, they kind of mm-hmm. give them this deference. Oh, judge, the judge said this, the judge said that. How about the fact that the guy in the courtroom, the guy sitting across the table from the judge, is uh, the former president of the United States of America? Well, there's a problem. He wasn't a Democrat. If he was a Democrat and they're a Democrat, then, yeah, it's different. Uh, And, you know, when he makes a, well, you got two choices. You can either go to the funeral or go to court. You can't do both because I'm not changing a damn thing. Yeah, but yet yet he summarily just changes the date for the next hearing from yesterday to today so it'll interfere with President's Trump, uh, President Trump's election plans. Well, it's purposeful because the, no matter what Trump does, it's a damned if you do and damned if you don't situation to the media. And he's got to look at the big picture, you know, uh, and that is his wife in, in that case because – the media would be all over. See, he doesn't love Melania. He didn't go. Yeah. To the he did that. Da, da, da. And then if he if he goes, no, I'm going to the funeral. He has no respect, respect for, the for the law and our democracy. <laughs> My God! Now, if isn't, he were a Democrat, isn't we that the truth? Isn't you that know. the truth? My God, you're absolutely correct. Um, I I have uh, I think he made the right choice. He went to the funeral, by the way, in case you're not paying attention. He went to the funeral, and he ignored uh, the judge. The, the, these guys are amazing, and and you know I you know down the road, if it's a fair system, he'll be exonerated. That being said, I'm not a hundred percent sure, and I'll tell you why. Yesterday. The Supreme Court, oh yeah, right. The the Supreme Court is all we, we we're all saying. Well, you know, no matter what happens, the Supreme Court will find in our favor because they're just. Well, you know, friends, yesterday was a no brainer as far as cases goes. You know, Texas has put up barbed wire to keep the illegals out of their state because they're being invaded. That is a matter of fact. You can go online and uh, type in illegals entering Texas into your search engine and then look at the images of it. You'll see tens of thousands of people just pouring into this poor state, Texas. Right. And and, uh, so they put up this uh, barbed wire Mm -hmm. and they strung it along their border, large sections of their border. Our Border Patrol sued to, uh, the state for putting the barbed wire up and the the border patrol has been issued orders to remove it to cut the barbed wire so the illegals can continue their journey into the state now um people say well that doesn't make any sense it's supposed to be protecting us you would think the barbed mm. wire makes sense no 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 uh, in the world of the Democrat today, the the goal is to get as many of these illegal people into our country to completely overwhelm the system and to crush our country. Because the fact of the matter is, 
you guys, if you're on the left and if you're listening, God bless you, but you guys don't really like our country. You don't like it the way it is right now. You have no respect for this country if you are allowing it to be overrun by unwelcomed invaders. And that's what these people are, uninvited invaders. You don't care for this country. Now, well, Fetterman he, is actually getting it right, and he, he was is. a progressive Democrat, and he's saying, I'm not progressive anymore. Uh, well, he's not saying it, but he's just moved away from it. He goes, even he thinks it's a no-brainer. Well, a lot of, know. along the border bill, there were a lot of Texas uh, Democratic mayors of these small towns who are just dying because they're being overwhelmed. Their cities are overwhelmed. Well, you know, this is a con- country of immigrants. It, it, that's how it began. It always will be that. But that doesn't mean that you open the gates and let everybody in because if we don't sit there and have a process to bring you in and make sure that you can adapt to our culture as it exists now, and then what's going to happen is we're going to have all these people here and we're going to have little mini camps of different nationalities and tribes and, oh, tribes, oh, that, that, that's good tribes, yeah. Well, but there is no uniformality and there is no continuity to our nation. And if you call that democracy, I call that living in hell. And all they and care about, what all they have. care about seriously are, is a five little word, V-O-T-E-S, votes. That's all they care about. The Democrats mm-hmm. figure that, that they're losing a lot of their base. That, you know, you see the black vote is shifting towards, uh, towards Trump. You see a lot of minority votes. A Hispanic vote is moving towards Trump, uh, and they're they're realizing they have to replace this with illegals. These people are not supposedly, they're not allowed to vote in this country. They're not citizens. I was taught this in high school. What's interesting is, uh, you know, the Hispanics and uh, many of the uh, illegals that are coming over the ones that actually can uh, form a sentence and, and, and uh, carry on a conversation, the overwhelming majority don't like Biden and don't like the Democrats. They actually like Trump. And that is a problem. You know, that means that they've got to sit there and sift through those millions and millions of people that have come across the border and say, who are the dumb ones, the illegals and the varmints? Because we know we can entice them and persuade them to vote for the Democratic ticket. I mean, you know, it's scary, Bill. We also insane don't insane people. We're, 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 we've, we've opened up the doors to the insane asylum and said, come on out, have a, have a field day. You know, Bill, we're getting, and I don't mean to sound uh, supercilious or, I mean, but I'm not trying to look down my nose at these people, but for the most part, we're getting uneducated people who are not bringing something to the, to the game. Table. Yeah. The, these, these are people who, a lot of them don't have a high school education. They, many of them can't read or write. And they're coming across the border, and they're not going to be any better here. They're not going to be the, the brain surgeons and the engineers are not coming across the border. We're getting the poorest of the poor, the illiterate, the people who won't add to uh, the, the quality of our country. So, I mean, this is and this is what they're encouraging in Washington. Now, let me get back to the Supreme Court ruling yesterday, mm. which drives me friggin' nuts, okay? Uh, of course, the Democrat liberal judges, the ones that you would expect, voted uh, to have uh, the, the razor wire removed. But two people that you would have thought had some brains, okay? And I'm tired of giving these people automatic... Hey automatic respect oh my god you know uh, they're a supreme court justice they must be brilliant no they go to the restroom like you and they eat breakfast like you and they have the same weaknesses and foibles maybe more than you some of these people anyway john roberts the supreme court uh, the chief justice he was appointed i think by bush He's a, quote, Republican bull. He's a liberal. He can never be counted on to vote for the right thing. He is he's mm. just about as leftist as the most left on the court, okay? 
and he's the justice. Oh, and I've heard stories about John and Robert's friends. I'm not going to say them here because they are, uh, you know, they, let, me sim- let me simply say there may be some skeletons in his closet that make him vote the way he votes, okay? Yeah. I, and here's the big surprise. Amy. Amy Coney Barrett. She, mm. you know, she was, I think, the last one appointed by Trump. You would have thought, oh, well, she's she's a, a conservative and someone to be counted on. Here's what I think the problem is. She has a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. She has some that are her own, some that I think she's adopted from Haiti. She's a seems like a nice lady. But there's, there's a backstory to her life that we don't know about. We don't know all that we think we know about these people. I'm just I'm just going to leave it at that. We have a we have this little uh, press release that that we are given when they are nominated, and we think, oh well, I she has all these adopted children. She is married happily and has a nice house in Virginia, and she must be a real nice lady. We don't know these people. We do mm. not know these people. What I've learned over the last two and a half years is many people that I assume were good people, many people that I assume would do the right thing, many people that I assumed were on the conservative side of the ledger are not, you know, these are, these are not to, to be trusted. Now, that being said, she, she voted, by the way, with Roberts and the liberals, right. and, and she was the fifth in deciding vote on the, on the uh, decision. But here's what, here's what scares me. We're approaching... The Colorado decision comes up February 8th, you know, and everyone says, well, the Supreme Court will fix that. Well, I don't think those are those same two people. I don't (laughs) think we can count on and we're screwed. Yeah. Bill. And here's the thing. People say, why, why would Amy Coney Barrett fold like a cheap suit? Here's what I think. It's just me, my opinion, but I think that she's being, she's feeling the heat, you know, these people are threatened on a daily basis. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't hear about these things. They're threatened on a daily basis. You don't know who's calling who about what, but people are, people are, are letting her know that if she makes the wrong choice, she could be in trouble. Her and her family. Yeah. And, you know, some people, they respond by digging their feet in and being doing the right thing no matter what. Guys like right. Thomas. Justice Thomas. The the guy is, uh, he is rock solid. You know, uh, there are people who just say to hell with you, don't try to intimidate me. But then you look at little women like Amy Coney Barrett. She can be any guy's daughter, you know, and and she seems like a nice young lady. And uh, can she be intimidated? I mean, she looks around the, the the dinner table at nighttime and sees all these faces relying on her, and 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 she knows that somebody has threatened her family. You know, well, maybe she figures, ah, this decision, I, I can go either way on this. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna risk my family for this decision. I may, ah, let them, let them bring it up again with another case. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jeopardize the people that I love. I think that she's been intimidated, and now. I think that these same people who intimidated her on this, if you can be intimidated once, you can be intimidated twice, three times. You can be intimidated for the rest of your career as a justice. You know, I mean, look, look just look what happened to Kavanaugh during uh, the Roe versus Wade decision. Mm-hmm. They had people on his front lawn demonstrating, and I was amazed at how small his front yard was. I mean, his house was literally on the street, and, and uh, he had a guy approach his house with weapons. To kill them, you know? So these people, you'd like to think that they have, uh, I don't know, backbones, but I don't think they all do. And, Bill, you know, nah. don't they have security at the Supreme Court? Don't they have, like, the like the Secret Service uh, guarding all of these uh, uh, federal judges? You would think they'd be guarded, don't you think? Well, you would think so, but, I mean, then again, how do you do it? And, uh, boy, the cost to have the guards for these people going home in their own homes. And if they got a home in D.C., they probably were. She was from New Orleans, I believe, right, Amy? You know, I don't know where she was from, Bill. That's a good question, but I know she's she's got a home there, too. So you've got security all around. 
So, you know, she looks at across at the dinner table and, you know, when, whether it's your natural child or adopted child, you know, you love them just the same. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she has no love for Trump. She doesn't care about him, uh, you know, in, at the end of the day. And he could go rotten gel, you know, as far as she's concerned, if it comes to a choice of her family or him. Yeah. And that's what they're making it. You know, that's that. Now, you know, you're talking about, you know, Trump on the ballot and in Colorado, Hawaii is now rearing and say they're going, well, we can't get them off the ballot this way. We'll make a new law. We're just going to make our own law. Screw the Supreme Court and everything else. So that's what they're doing there. When they're going to float that to see if they can take him off the ballot where he doesn't have to be convicted of insurrection. All he's got to do is be accused. You see where Massachusetts, and, uh, they tried to take him off the ballot in Massachusetts, and that was ruled against uh, the, the well, they, they, they were ruling against them, so they can't do it in Massachusetts. The numbers are strong right now. And what I would urge, and I would urge podcasters to say it too, you know what? You look at all these people. Now, we can't do anything about the Supreme Court right now. Uh, because they're not voted upon, and that's good and bad. But you can look at all the politicians, and we can sit there and say, "Hmm, you want to do this? Why don't we just? Why don't we just deny you on the ballot? Let's just make sure that any elected official, Democrat or Republican, that goes against the will of the people, some now sixty some odd seventy percent of the population, we vote you off the ballot." Say bye bye. And by the way, somebody needs to do a law too that says when you're out of the Senate, when you're out of the Congress, when you're out of the House of Representatives, your money ends too, and all your perks end. And maybe you know what? Now here's the your problem, security bro. is good yeah. for one year, here's and the, then that should go too. Here's the problem: you're asking the the uh, chickens to guard the hen house. You're asking the um, the people who make the laws to do the right thing. And to term limit themselves, to c- cut down on their benefits, these people are not going to say, "I'm going to fix the system and I'm going to punish me." Well, no. What we need to do is vote them out, and because then, if we know that we voted them out and they're still in, something's wrong with the system. And then, when we put candidates in, they uh, they have to understand you're going right. to do this job, you're going to do it right, and. You know, I don't think that they need to carry a bank account with them from their days of service after it's done. Get it out of there. So we both agree that uh, there's a good possibility that the Supreme Court may not do the right thing down the road. And there may be more problems ahead, electoral problems ahead for uh, for Trump. Yeah, but Colorado now, yeah. and other states. And by the way, if Colorado, them in? if Colorado falls... There will be other states that follow suit and point to Colorado, say, well, yeah, yeah, if they can do it, I can do it, you know? Yeah, and and yeah, and these are blue states, but it will be enough to, uh, there's more red states than blue states, by the way, but it'll be enough to upset the apple cart. And you got rhinos too. Uh, and so you got rhino states that'll. Yeah, but the fall problem is it. the Electoral College is based upon like population. Uh, it, it right. Is, it, it is. Uh, those major cities, yes. But I, I you said something a second ago, which is um, upsetting. They are going to, uh, if they do this, they're going to upset the apple cart. And uh, well, you know what I, I do think is going to happen, Bill. I, I think that they're putting our safety in jeopardy. You're saying, what are you talking about? This decision may seem like a simple little decision. Yeah, razor wire or no razor wire. I've heard. And I've been doing a lot of reading and watching the you know our news stories on the this talk now that there are people who are fed up in tex- Texas to a point that they've not a big group, right? But they're talking secession, and they're to, well, they're talking. I mentioned that a while, and back. they're talking armed insurrection. They're talking right. about taking the matter into their own hands, which well, this I guess that's the next step. When, well, you know, Abbott is already sitting there saying to the Supreme Court, screw you. You know, he's going to do what he's going to do. He answered it, and he said, well, that decision, you know, uh, not not the way they expected it to go. Well, what do you, what do you, no, this is a good question. What do you do? Uh, the state of Texas says, no, we're not, uh, we're not abiding by that decision. We're going to keep that razor wire in place, and you better not touch it. Okay? So... What 
do you do? Are they going to send in armed uh, military against the state of Texas? Sure. You know, this is going to be like a Kent State thing where innocent people get shot and killed by the federal government. And when that happens, Texas will succeed. You'll never see Texas as a state of the United States again if that happens. They will be their own nation. And this country, that will be the beginning of the end. We'll be worse off than Russia when everything went away. People talk about this guy Biden as being uh, uh, old and senile. You know, with all due respect, this was all planned. This no, this guy is an evil son of a bee. Okay, Biden. Well, you can say the word for him. He really and truly is evil. Think about. I said to my wife the other day, "Please tell me one thing that he's done that has been good for our country. One thing that has been good for us." And I can't think of a blessed thing that this guy has done. I, and I, I'm talking about, I'm cutting him slack. All he has done is done bad, evil things. And, you know, he's not a nice guy. When you, no. hear him, when you hear him talk, he's not a nice guy. Even when he tries to be funny, he, he's not really funny. He's a nasty SOB. By the way, he was that way 40 years ago when I was mm. a younger man. He was a smart aleck. And he is now, now an older smart aleck. Or a mumbling, bumbling idiot. You know, he's a guy that when you're talking to him, he all of a sudden can conjure up a sentence and he'll all talk you. He'll keep talking and just talk you down. He'll keep going because he, he's Joe Biden. And by God, he knows what he's not talking about. You know, he's just an he idiot. Knows, he, knows what, he knows what he's not talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so- I don't know whether you meant that intentionally. No, but I did. It's I a did great because- line. He knows what he's not talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that, that is Joe Biden. And yeah, you can quote me on that or you can steal it all you want to because you know, he does know what he's not talking about. He's an idiot. Do you think a lot of this is a game? Are you? I'm. I'm worried. I'm worried because you have a, a state of Texas, by the way, friends. In case you're not into history, a lot of people are not into history. They don't know their history. They're not being taught their history in school. They don't know about the Republic of Texas. They don't know that between the time that it was owned by the Mexicans and the time that it became a state, it was a separate country. That's okay. Right. So, and by the way, people aren't aware of this. But I've read that uh, the economy of Texas is the sixth largest economy in the world, the economy Mm -hmm. of Texas. So people may say, well, how can it exist without being in the United States? It's bigger than some of the uh, uh, Central American countries right now. So if there was a push comes to shove moment, uh, you know. It may be the biggest economy that we have within the United States. It was California. I don't think California holds that anymore because the money is pulling up their uh, their tents and getting the hell out of Dodge. Well, the thing about te- Texas was the oil. Mm-hmm. Texas Texas doesn't really manufacture a lot of stuff, except it is it is a sea of oil. Even now, people don't realize. People say, well, haven't they dried up all the wells? Well, you know, they've, they've improved the welling system, they, the drilling system. They've figured out ways to, to actually get more oil from the older wells. You know, they used to only be able to go so far and they figured, well, it's dry here. Let's go to another, uh, drill another hole over here. But now they've figured, well, wait a second, we go down a little bit further down and we can extract certain things and maybe get more oil out of it. You know, I you mean, know, it's it's a wealthy state. Oil is something that is produced by the uh, the earth through natural processes. Yes, right. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they call it fossil fuel. That was a name given to it. But you, you know, know who gave it to old, him, um, Rockefeller. Rockefeller, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's old vegetation. It's, it's things that have rotted away. You ever notice, like, if you take a, an orange and throw it out and you let it sit on the ground for a while, it turns black, and then it gets kind of gummy and stuff. Well, yeah. That is the natural de, uh, you know, decomposition. decomposition. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, there are things that are naturally produced by the earth that over time decompose. So oil is self-manufacturing in this planet that we live on. Yeah. And which well, means Well, it's interesting that- you should say that, Bill, because, you know, Rockefeller used to want to give the impression that there was just so much oil and that was it. 
But what we've learned, like you just said, is that it's a process that continues to this day. There's more and more of it being, you know, being made. Uh, it's a long process. It's uh, decades, centuries, you know, but it's not as finite as Rockefeller wanted you to think it was. Well, they, they, they taught us in school, well, it came from the dinosaurs. You yeah. Know, the dinosaurs. Well, yeah, sure, I'm, you know, the Brea Tar Pits and all of that. Yeah. But, you know, the simple fact is it is more than that. It's a lot bigger than that. And it's going to go on. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's the natural evolution of things. And it's something that af after things decompose, it is something the earth gives back to you to use. You know, you we know? have got, we've got oceans uh, that we cannot explore because it's too deep. But, you know, it's only a matter of time before we've de we develop systems that allow us to get down to those locations. And then mm -hmm. you got to wonder, will they, will they drill air? How many oil, oil, it, it will be things like oil that make people develop products that allow us to go down there to get it. Do you know well, what I'm think saying? Of all, think of all the fish, all the sea life that's down there. And then it gets buried by an underwater landslide. Silt and, and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, and that stuff will be, you know, will decompose and turn into that mucky slime that we call oil. And, you know, it burns a lot cleaner than what they say. Yeah. You know, now maybe the old way of processing wasn't the best, but it got better. You know, this lie about, well, we got to do the Green New Deal, you got to go electric. Electric produces waste too and pollution. Just about everything that you do, you know, in the civilized world produces some form of waste. What you want to be sure of is that that waste decomposes and goes away and doesn't leave a residual fact. I mean, you know, what is it? Some, uh, there is an, an enormous amount of plastics that we have out there. Everything is plastic now. Yeah. You go buy a, you go buy a coffee table. It's probably that fake wood. It's plastic, which has a 15,000 year decompose. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it takes to decompose if you bury it. Yeah. Are we recycling everything? Yeah. You know, just put it in a bag, put it in a can out there for recycling. We're not recycling. That is the biggest myth out there that there is. They take it and they haul it off and they, they bury they it bury in the other it. side. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't look now. We're going to bury this crap because we can't do anything. You know, you know, getting back to, to Texas, though, do you think that uh, I do think that this decision is pushing people towards uh, a brick wall in, in that they have they will feel in Texas like they have no other choice that they're not being backed by their government. They're not being protected by their government. They, you know, we talked about looking around the table at the family, the Supreme Court justices. Well, you're going to see ranchers in Texas who are going to look around their dinner table and look at what's happening to their, their homes and their property. They're going to hear about the rapes and the murders. By the way, you don't hear about these things. You do not, but th this is another thing that's happening in Texas. There are, it's an increase in rapes, increase in murders, an increase in crime overall in Texas. And yet no one's talking about this because it doesn't fit the narrative. We have the worst uh, media in, in, in the world right now because they're not doing the damn job. They are just singing the corporate song, so to speak. They're not mm -hmm. being journalists. There's a, menta a mentality in Texas that, you know, well, they, they even have a motto. You drive in, all of a sudden, don't mess with Texas. And they have this, it, it's not an isolationist uh, attitude, but it is to the extent that you do mess with them. You know, they're going, whoop, whoop, What do you think? I'm, I'm sorry, Bill. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but what do you think they're going to do if they start, if they send in troops into Texas and they start fighting with Texans. Uh, how do you think the rest of the of the country is going to react to seeing Americans attacked by its own military uh, in defense of illegals? I mean, do you, don't you think that's going to to light a fire? That's going to get uh, I I want to say patriots, but American citizens who believe in this country are going to look at what's happening to their fellow citizens 
and it's going to spread. This is this is not good. Is this that civil war that you and I have talked about in the past that there the people on the woke left want? Is this the well fuse? for the most part there there are a lot of Hispanic people in Texas and there's a lot of ethnicity there, but for the most part they all got there legally. They were they they went through the process, but you know they're going to defend what they consider their land. That's what they're going to do. And one thing I would warn the federal government on, you know, you might have gun control all over the United States trying to pick up things. Texas is Texas. And Texas, you got a gun in the dresser drawer and you got one under the pillow and yeah. there's one under the bed. I'm sorry, but that's just what, and there's probably one in the closet. And, and one in the, the truck too. The one in the truck. Yeah. 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 So, They've got guns, so you go in there with your guns going, <laughs> we're from the federal government, and you're going to do what we tell you to do or else. Here, I got your or, or else right here. Yeah. Or else this, kaboom. Uh, I mean, Texas will fight back without hesitation. I could be wrong, but I would say if I were if I were in a casino, and that was my wager. I would be, uh, I'd be all in on that bet. So we have a situation now where, thanks to Amy Coney Barrett and John Roberts and their weakness, and, their, and I, I, I want to say stupidity, but I don't think they're stupid people. I do, think, I do think that they are weak and feckless people who didn't have the backbone to do the right thing. That's my opinion, okay? That's, that's all that is. Uh, but I do think that uh, they've now put our country in a situation where, you know, I don't think people can wait 10 more months. Uh, I heard somebody say on a talk show uh, either yesterday or today that President Trump is, is he's trying to tell people to hang in there. Hang in mm. there 10 more months. Hang in there. You, we, but a lot of people who are having their property, you know, ransacked, they're having crime waged against them in, in the border towns. A lot of people have, they haven't got 10 more months. You know, they have, well, and the government to, isn't going to help them. He's trying to hold everything together, and God bless him for doing it. It may not hold together for 10 months, but then all bets are off, whether it's now or 10 months from now. Sooner or later, all the bets are going to be off, and uh, changes are coming. Uh, uh, the Democrats want 10 more months so they can complete the steal and take everything away. Um, if you take Trump off the ballot, uh, I think people will still go for him and write him in, just like uh, the Democrats are trying to do today. Right now, as we speak, go in and vote for Joe. Uh, and I think Joe is going to get record Democrat numbers, uh, not for real, but I think that they want to tell that story that, oh, yeah, they got together, they came out, they rallied, they want Joe, 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 Joe. I don't hear Joe, no, Joe, it Joe, isn't happening. Joe, unless I hear Joe well, got to go. You, you heard what Trump said. Do you think Biden will drop out? Personally, mm -hmm. I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah, that, that was who? That was Trump. Well, that's just it. The, uh, you know, we hear people saying, well, Michelle's waiting in the wings. I don't know whether people on, that, on the left want to get into a discussion about Michelle's background. Okay. They kept yeah. that pretty hush hush during the entire well, Obama uh, administration. Let's just give uh, Michelle the benefit of the doubt that it's all just a bunch of political fodder, and okay. Michelle is Michelle. Uh, I don't think that people really like Michelle as much as Michelle and Barack like Michelle, right? And that's all there is to it. <laughs> I think it. you're right. Uh, so let's just let's call it what it is, Michelle. You're not that popular. Uh, oh, Oprah on the ticket with you. What has Oprah done? I mean, she had a talk show. You know, let's forget about her. I mean, she's... I mean, the left may like these people, but I think the right, the conser conservative side. No. Let's not even talk about the right. Let's just talk about mainstream America because there are Democrats in mainstream America. There are independents in mainstream America. There are people that maybe don't vote that say, well, you know, it, it, they're going to do what they want to do. And maybe those are the people that are right. You know, they're going to put in who they want to put in anyway. But maybe they're fed up, too. At some point in time, everybody, you know, goes, you know what? It's it's time to do some gardening. And they pick up a hoe. They pick up a shovel. They pick up a rake. And they say, it's time to clean this mess up. 
it's time in our history to clean this mess up. So the common sense, middle of the road, wholesome value people, left and right, need to come together and fix this problem. What would you say the size of our standing army is? Just a guesstimate. What do you think? A million? million people in the arms, in the, in the services. Well, everything combined, I mean, I'd like to think we got a million, but it's probably 500 to 800,000. Okay. What do you, how big do you think an incensed, uh, Texas population, uh, would be, uh, how many people live in Texas? Well, I, I millions, right? Tens of millions, yeah, li- millions. live in Texas. Yeah. Uh, how many of them do you think would, would, uh, uh, stand side by side against this decision. I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to think about the scenario uh, of, you know, what happens if Texas decides to pick up their weapons and stand Texas fast? Texas will fight for itself. Texas will fight Mike, for but, itself. But the only the, ones that won't are, are the the uh, the implants that are there because of a corporate job, because it pays well. They're in Houston and Dallas and San Antonio, and that's about it. You know, it. if you get the state of Texas uh, to, if you get the government of Texas to support the citizenry and and uh, go against uh, this federal decision, uh, then you have access to things like the Air National Guard. Mm-hmm. So they're not completely, you know, Joe will say stupid stuff like, well, we got, we got F-16s. Joe said, and this is this is what he said, uh, a few months ago when somebody talked about insurrection. He was- and for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. You hear that? Hear no, that? I'm not joking. Think about this. Hear Think that? about the I, rationale we use. I know you're not That's joking, you father. Yeah. This guy is saying... a threat you, against America that, you know, we... Own you. Yeah, I'm Joe hey, Biden. We got F-15s, he says. We got F-15s. What do you got? Well, let me uh-huh. tell you, if he goes against the state of Texas, they have F-15s and F-16s, too, because they're in, they're part of the Air National Guard, you know? And, and, and that's well, uh, run by the state. Let me ask you a question, you know, because you got to have an industrial complex, you know, they, uh, you know, a war complex. And a war complex, Mattel is a war complex because they can quickly change over the manufacture of toy guns to real guns. How do you think they got the molds for everything? John Deere in Iowa is a war complex because they can, from tractors to tanks and military hardware, GM up in Detroit, down in Texas, you know, ballistic missiles. Uh, Does Elon have a place there? Absolutely. They They have launching locations I have another question for you, Bill. Uh, what do they have along the uh, southern border? Uh, what corrupt industry exists along the uh, southern border? Cartel. Cartels. So if cartels saw that there was a, quote, war going on in Texas, do you think they might see an opportunity to sell weaponry to people in Texas? Well, absolutely, and they would probably get it out of their main distribution hub, in South Dakota and in Idaho, uh, uh, not South Dakota, Idaho or wherever it is up there. I think they're in Idaho now. With the, the uh, cartels? Oh, yeah. They've got, they've got. Uh, think they've about got that. They, they've, they've moved. Loc- they have branches now in the heartland, folks. Yeah, And how do they get the guns there? Well, there's this thing called a truck, a semi truck, where goods are transported. And along, you know, all you got to yeah. do. Is get the manifest and go, yeah, this is a load of, um, yeah, papayas. It's going to the grocers up in uh, up in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Papayas, that's what it is. And it's packed with guns, but the crates in the, towards the back when you open the doors, yeah, papayas. You got it. They, they, they ship it in. You know, you could, they probably could have brought in a thousand trucks of illegal arms, and we're doing gun control. It's not the ones that we manufacture here and vet you for. It's the ones that come across illegally like that. We keep lighting the fuse, folks. Seriously, the decision that was rendered yesterday may seem like nothing, no big deal to you, but it is a big, big deal. It's a, mm-hmm. And it's a big, 
huge mistake on the part of Washington. Uh, it, it is the kind of thing that uh, drives people over the line. You know, uh, they, they haven't thought this through. You know, that's the problem. They sit in Washington, they go to their cocktail parties after a, a day in the court, and they, they socialize and they hobnob, and they live a really comfortable existence for the most part down in D.C. That's why these people want to keep their jobs. It's kind of a neat place to hang around. But out in the hinter, look what they've done, by the way, to the January Sixers. They still talk about them like they're traitors. They, mm-hmm. they, they enjoy I, you hear the CNN anchors, oh, well, uh, don't you think that what happened was an insurrection? President Trump calls those poor pe- those people hostages. Like, like they're not hostages, friends. The CNN anchors, they believe that they are in prison for a reason, and it's justified. You know, that's the difference, by the way, between media of yesteryear and media of today media of yesteryear would keep their personal opinions out of the friggin news but you have these anchors now on cnn you know exactly how they feel you know exactly where they stand they are leftists they they tote the company line and uh if you don't agree with them you're the problem you know anybody who believes that the elections in 2020 were uh we're not uh, fair and honest. They're considered uh, wackos. They're considered criminal. They're considered bad people by the left. They just mm-hmm. now, you know, and by the way, there are leftists out there. There are people who they just want to believe the Democrats because they've been Democrat their whole life and their parents were Democrats and the parents' parents were Democrats. Let me tell you something, folks. Open your eyes. I mean, I came from a family of Democrats, by the way. I've said this before. I came from a staunch New England Democratic family. We had Democratic politicians in my family. Okay? But it's not the same Democratic Party anymore. It isn't the same party that your your grandparents were involved with. I can tell you, as a matter of fact, my father, who was a staunch Democrat all of his life, when he got older and started started to see, see what it was happening in the world around him, he wasn't very happy with the Democrat Party, you know. So, uh, and he was an educated man. I would submit that you had better start opening your eyes if you're a Democrat. If you think that what you're you're following right now, that party is doing the right thing, I'm going to vote for Biden no matter what because Biden's a Democrat. This guy's killing our country. Mm. You know, being a Democrat right now, or even a Republican, it's like being in a bad marriage, you know, but you know, you hang on to what you got because you think you know it. Do you know it? Do you really know it? Yeah. Maybe it's time to pick up that phone and make that divorce happen because what's going on in the party is not probably, you know, I know a lot of people that are Democrats. Yeah. I've talked to them. Yeah. And they have liberal views that I don't like. But for the most part, you know, people all want a lot of the same stuff. There is a lot of commonality. The parties do not always represent, especially what's going on with the, you know, they talk about the radical right, the radical left. Now, if you're going to have a radical right and a radical left, I think I'd rather go with the radical right because that radical left, I mean, there's your communism, socialism, there's your drugs, there's everything bad that you can you can even muster up and imagine. And if you're a Democrat, you do know that when you talk about the progressives and the radical left, you are, you've embraced, you've welcomed that into your fold. The most, the most divisive topic uh, in our political uh, landscape over the last hundred years has been abortion. And whether you like it or not, when they, came down with their Roe versus Wade decision uh, recently, uh, it took that topic, that that argument uh, off the table, so to speak. Threw and it, it to the states it, where it should be. Exactly. And, and you know, the, what the Democrats in Washington want you to believe is that they've outlawed abortion. They will say women's health is at risk. They've outlawed abortion. No. They moved it to the states. They moved it. Well, but here's the thing. 
right now, today, you have uh, the vice president, Carmela. She's in Wisconsin, and she's she's talking about abortion and what they're going to do. Yesterday, Joe had a press conference with his Reproductive Rights Commission or committee or whatever the heck he calls it, and he was talking about how he's going to do things for the sake of women's rights and abortion. This guy, by the way, he's no Catholic. He, When he talks no. about Catholicism, shake your head and walk away because this guy, he'll try to use it like a cloak. He'll use it as a political tool. But well, this, this guy's not Catholic. If you got a federal government, you know, because what is the role of the federal government versus state? You know, but... You know, I guess we really don't need governors in the states or local representatives because yeah. we've got the federal government calling the shots for everything, uh, stepping over their bounds of what should be yeah. state jurisdiction. It was things. never meant, Bill, the founding right. fathers never meant it so that the federal government ran everything. It's about power because somebody said, you know, if we all unite, we don't have to have all the states. All we got to do is go to Washington, D.C. Yeah. and control that and then overstretch our authority. Yes. So, you know, when you talk about draining the swamp, it's about putting the, kicking its butt and putting it back into its place of yes. what it's really all about. Because if we can't do that, then you know what? We don't need uh, we don't need governorships. We don't need state senators or anything like that. We got the federal government. Well, you've heard the term <clears throat> overlord overlords, overlords. You know th- that's a term used from England, and uh, you know there were people who ran the fiefdoms. They ran the the the, the different uh, farms and, and uh, villages and things like that. They were the overlords. That's what's happening in Washington, D.C. We have, excuse me, we have overlords now. We've allowed overlords to fester, and they think now that they have the right to dictate to us how how we are supposed to live. Mm -hmm. And that is not the way our government was set up. Our founding fathers didn't set it up so that the federal government ruled every aspect of your life. But that's what they want to do right now. What's happening in Texas can happen in any state in the country right now. If they can do it in Texas, they can do it in Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, wherever. And Everywhere can- but Florida because, I mean, can you see the senior citizen brigade there trying to fight the federal government? That one won't work. They're feisty down there, though, Bill. They're feisty. Oh, yeah, they, really are, <laughs> they really yeah. are. They really are. They'll clobber you, you with a walker. You, you mess up their <laughs> cocktail hour, and they'll, they'll be really ticked off. Um, so I, I hope to God that, that we're wrong. I hope that uh, things remain calm in Texas. But I think there's going to be an element of people in Texas who are going to say, enough. They're not coming across my property. The federal government can say whatever the heck they want but they're not coming across my property. Whether you, whether you think that's right, by the way, or wrong, it, it, I think it's going to be a reality. You so know, if you were a weather forecaster calling everything uh, instead of a snowstorm or a rainstorm, uh, it would probably be, uh, for, uh, for political uh, correctness purposes, I'll just say a, a, a crap storm that's about to hit us because oh, of Texas. I, I, and- think, I think that's, uh, that's a good uh, prognostication. I think yeah, that, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's coming, folks, and yeah. uh, you know, you might you might want a raincoat and a rain hat and an umbrella. You might want a hazmat suit. It's going to get bad. But I mean, you know, I it, hope it, to it God, sounds like you, a joke, but it, it really, you know, seriously, you know, it's going to get nasty. I, I I'd like to say that we're wrong, uh, but and you you know you don't want to see any innocent people get hurt or die, but you have to understand something. Whether you know it or not, they're getting hurt and they're dying now. Yeah. Innocent people are dying in Texas and in the borders right now. I, I mean, people say, what are you talking about? You know, the the illegals who come across the border because they're encouraged by the people on this side waving them in, uh, they're people too. You know, and mm-hmm. I don't you don't want to you don't want to see them die too. You want to you wanna see them stay 
uh, you stay in their homes until they can legally come into our country so we know who they are. You know, we played a tape yesterday. I'm going to play it again right now. This, right. this is an illegal who just came across the border. Okay, this is a guy who came across the border. Did he come from Ecuador or Honduras or El Salvador? Did he come from uh, Colombia or Venezuela? No, this guy came from the Middle East, and he sounds like he's straight from Iran. I want you to hear what he says to this reporter. Listen carefully. By the way, if you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Very easy. The entitlement. The entitlement. No, believe me. I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. You're not smart enough to know who I am. But soon, but soon you will know who I am. But soon you will know who I am, this guy said. You know, no. this is a threat. And this and guy. A big time threat. And do you and think the he's the only one, stupid. Bill? No, I think that, you know. What is it? You see one cockroach, you multiply it by 10 or 100. So let's just yeah. multiply by, take half of that, 50. So if he's one, he's one of 50. If you got 50, they're one of, what, 250? Do you think this guy came into the country to enjoy the, the wealth of our land? No, I think this guy is part of a group of people who have been allowed to enter our country to destroy it, to mm. destroy our country. I do think that there are, you know, when you, Christopher Ray, the FBI director, says, oh, uh, a lot of things keep me up at night. Uh, I, I, I'm kept up by uh, the possibility of a terrorist attack all the time. Because he knows what came, acro came across the border under his watch. He yes. knows what's lurking out there. And, you know, we're playing with, it's like we're playing with nuclear fusion here or something like that. One little slip and you get irradiated. Well, you know, one little mess up here with whatever they think they're doing, and we lose this country. They lose it for us, and we go into, I mean, there are people that are ready to fight for their freedom, and, but a lot of the population won't, and they're going to die. Innocent people, children will die in this country because... Bill, they can, they can poison our water. They can set off dirty nuclear bombs in, in cities. They can they can do the most heinous things. You know, they talk about uh, attacking malls and stuff like that. Yeah, they can do that, but they can do so much more. They can poison us. We were talking about that with the uh, the Rick Harris story. You know, he's come out and he yes. accuses Biden, you know, his what, older brother? No, it was uh, Evan son? was his oldest son. His uh, oldest Adam. son? I think his name was Adam. Adam. Yeah. Yeah, well, he... Uh, no, and this is a problem I have with, but he died of a fentanyl overdose. Yeah. Number one, I think that word should be taken away. Whether somebody willingly took the drug or it was given to them. Case in point. Like a Mickey. Like a Mickey. You know, somebody goes, oh, you're down here. Shove this down their throat. You know? Yeah. Or they, they, they taint the, the, the Kool-Aid. Yeah. You, an overdose, that's what it says on the death certificate. Died of an overdose. You know, it's like a scarlet letter. Yeah, like on they them. injected themselves. Like they intended to die yeah. and they didn't. You know, so let's call it what it is. It is poisoning, which gets down to they were murdered. Absolutely. So the drug is tainted. It is a dangerous drug. It is floating out and there. Bill, what's the purpose? Let's go of back this? and take all those death certificates and say they were poisoned. And now that we know that they were all poisoned, then that was an intent, and let's go after the main culprit for murder. What's the purpose of fentanyl? Is it to get the kids high or is it to kill them? Because none of the, I've heard that like one of these tablets can kill a kid. So what are the, what's the intent? If, if you know that one tablet can kill you, what are they, what are they trying to do? They're trying to kill well, us. Fentanyl is is a drug it's given to a lot of people that sure. are terminally ill, you know, uh, maybe suffering from cancer, they're in pain, to at least make their life, you know, uh, their existence until they reach that point of death. You know, so that's what they do. Now, my understanding was the drug in its natural form, yeah, it's pretty damn potent, you know, and you're in la-la land, but... It wasn't a death knell. So 
but I understand, Bill. Again, it's, it gets down to the poisoning. It's you know? a minuscule amount. It, I mean, oh, I'm yeah, talking, it's not I'm much ta- at all. I'm, I'm talking about you can take, you can do effective things anesthetically with fentanyl granularly. You know, you don't have to give them a whole tablet. I mean, a tablet of, of fentanyl is, is in many cases an overdose. And you there see them kid. with bags of this stuff. There was a kid that was around here, and uh, he was known to pimp it around and, and give it to people and force it down their throat or sneak it to them or get it in their drink. But, you know, karma is a bitch. You know, he went down to Jersey, and he was at a party, and unbeknownst to anybody, he said, yeah, I'll spike the Kool-Aid. And, of course, he drank the punch because he yeah. actually stupidly thought, oh, yeah, you know, everybody will thank me for this later. Eleven people. Gone. He was number one. He was number one. Unbelievable. You know, and I was sitting there going, did my heart bleed for that boy? I'm sitting there going, no. Eleven you know. people died for no good reason. You know, I tell college kids and things like, you know, you're out on your own. You're you're celebrating the weekend with your friends. You go to a party in a, somebody's dorm room or apartment, and they got a bowl of punch. Don't drink it. Yeah. Everything you even you, adults now, you know, you go to a party, you know, hey, this uh, he's a player, man. He's got a party yeah. going on. We got to go there. Don't drink the Kool Aid, right? It, and this is not a uh, if, South America. If you're gonna don't, drink, don't make drink sure it. make sure it's it's Bring bottled, it's bottled and capped. You know, the other thing I was reading, Bill, yeah. is a lot of the uh, police when they find this fentanyl in bags and stuff like that, they have to put hazmat masks on and gloves. Because if they touch it with their hands, if they touch it, can absorb the, in your blood and, and it, it can, can kill, kill them. you. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, we had an an interesting program. Uh, not always. We we have the the best laid plans sometimes with our shows, and then we start uh, the program. We start recording, and it takes its own course. And today was one of those shows, I think. It was a good show. It was a lot. It was a, yeah, yeah. It, it grew its own tentacles. But, you did. know, we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow because we're going to have the yes. New Hampshire votes. And um, yep. I, I think that's going to be interesting, what comes out of that. Uh, you know, Trump has got double-digit leads. I mean, his, his, um, his popularity is growing. Yeah. And, you know, he is the victim here whether you want to believe it or not he is the victim but he is using that because people can relate to it yeah and the only thing that i fear is that uh, the people that steal steal and they'll yeah. do it right before your eyes and your eyes aren't lying that's right if, if well Trump there are no consequences bill there are no consequences no. right so they figure we can steal and uh, even if they catch us so what because yeah. no one's well, going to jail. Just it. So what? Yeah. Hey, my friend, we're going to have to wrap it up because uh, the clock on the wall. But listen, listen, we'll do it again tomorrow. Like you said, should be a, a lot of things to talk about. Oh yeah, it uh, ought to be good. I'm sure we'll have great news for Biden. Great news for Nikki, <laughs> even though she's yeah. down in the polls. And uh, the, the no matter what the numbers are, how great they are for Trump, you know, or the polls are. They'll so, try to make it look like he's losing. Trust me. Yeah, you know they're look. He only got fifty percent of the vote. The poor guy. Uh, if they don't do anything, Trump is in the office. So you know, and they've thrown the kitchen sink at him, and he's like Superman. Pow! He knocks it away. But the point is, at some point in time, they are going to get to that moment of desperation, and it's probably close upon us. You know, we got a lot of moments of desperation. Texas, Boy, God, haven't we? I the election, think, the border. Yeah, uh, everything. The drug crisis, the fact that we could be the Middle East? Uh, under siege in the Middle East. We didn't talk about this. Anymore. We were going to talk about the two Navy SEALs who, who they just announced uh, yeah. as being uh, mur- uh, dead. Uh, we got so much to talk about tomorrow. We could we could do this like a three hour show, you know. But no, we could we could do a three week show straight and yeah. probably and just you know have to have stand ins for. Well, Jim, time for you to go take a snooze. Uh, yeah. <laughs> me and Herb over there will do the show. Do share us with a friend. Make sure that, you know, if you like the show, post it and let other people know about it. Drop us an email. It's uh, uh, Jim and Bill at mail.com, but share us. You know, get the word I out. I did say we the phone number, that. right? I See, I thought you already gave oh, that. Oh, you did not say the phone number. I'm sorry. 833 uh, It's senility, friends. 
68 is our phone number. Okay, now I think we've done all the housekeeping here. I think now you can do the uh, the close, right? Do you want me to do it to music or just go, Hasta la vista, baby! We're out of here! This is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>